Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Faith Family and the In Between podcast. First of all, guys, happy new month. We are already in the month of August, actually the fourth day in the month of August, and my goodness, the year is running out. We have just four months to go, guys, before 2020. I remember 10 years or 9 years ago when we were like Vision 2020 and we are just few months to 2020. Wow. Uh, <laughs> if this is your first time on here, guys, special welcome to you. I'm so excited that you're tuning in and uh, it's so great to have you on here. And yeah, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday morning where I am at uh, and I think it's a good day to continue on the series uh, of the subhuman um, if you haven't listened to the previous episode episode one of this series um, I would strongly recommend that you press that pause button on this episode and go back to the previous episode to catch up on what you've missed um, but if you're a rebel it's fine <laughs> uh, there's gonna be a review or recap of what we talked about uh on the last episode so guys fasten your seat belts here we go to you boast tomorrow skin tell me what is your life mist then vanish at dawn long go we be to Christ on glory be to Christ our King on glory be to Christ his rule and reign will ever sing all First of all, shout out to the guys at the Bible Project, uh, Tim and John, for sharing their vast knowledge on this topic. Uh, they have so many resources online and notes on this topic, the new humanity, the son of man, and they do a brilliant job with their animated uh, videos and they're just, in general, like brilliant guys. Uh, so this episode is majorly a follow-through, a follow-up of, uh, you know, some of the topics that they discussed and i will put in some resources uh in the description of this podcast so if you want to check out some of the notes uh do look at the description uh of the podcast so a quick recap of what we talked about last episode right so it's basically the story about humans and humanity becoming animals and beasts and we hinge this on the story in daniel 7 um, we're literally like kings and kingdoms are represented as beasts, lions, leopards, all sorts of, of animals. Um, but we, we went back to the cosmic storyline in Genesis, especially Genesis 1 to 3, to look at why exactly, you know, Daniel 7 or the vision that Daniel saw represented human beings as, as beasts. And the conclusions were basically so first of all god made humanity as his partners to be his representatives who rule over creation on his behalf um you know 
so we talked about Eden. Uh, I used to really think that Eden was just like a a, a garden in you know somewhere in East Africa, um, but it was recently I realized okay Eden was actually like a heaven and earth compound in which you know um, heaven met with earth. It was like a royal high temple mountain where God and humans uh, dwelled together. Um, so God gave humanity the opportunity to transcend their mortal origins and have like eternal existence. But then we are introduced to this mysterious creature uh, who is called the snake. And uh, the snake basically leads a spiritual rebellion and humans joined that spiritual rebellion. And basically um, after that rebellion against God, God banished human beings from the Eden, from Eden and we saw that that was actually an act of mercy because Eden contained this, you know, uh, tree of life in which if you eat of it, you basically transcend your mortality, you, you become, you know, sort of immortal. Um, so if after the fall humans remained in Eden, you know, it would have been chaos and disaster because we become immortal in a... In, in a falling state so just take a look at the world we live in violence you know um, um, hatred suffering all sorts that would have been our eternal state so God banished humans from this Eden state um, to not have access to that tree of life so that we can return to dust now after we talked about all that we saw that you know God's mission has been to restore humanity to their lost calling to reinstall them as his image bearing partners who can rule the world in divine power and you know after the fall god told the snake that look there's going to be a seed from a woman who will overcome the evil that you have introduced as, as at its source and that was like the meaning of strike the head of the snake uh, part in genesis 3 15 uh, but god also says that the snake is going to bite the heel of this offspring and we asked like what exactly uh, does this mean so this is where we're going to continue uh the series on today and i feel today's story is going to be even more interesting than the previous episode uh so why don't we get into it now so let's run the rule back to daniel 7 so after daniel sees these four beasts who cause violence and kill people he says he sees the ancient of days and literally the the four beasts were stripped of their authorities and the fourth beast was destroyed now daniel says after all this he sees a son of man which is literally like a human coming with the clouds of heaven he approached the ancient of days was led into his presence and the ancient of days gave this human authority power and all the nations and every people worshipped him and his dominion is everlasting and will not pass away remember we in when we looked at the cosmic storyline we also said that you know or saw that god told the snake that look there's going to be an offspring from the woman who is going to literally overcome evil at its source and be given power and authority so there is an interlink between this guy this human being we see in daniel 7 and the person god is talking about in genesis 3 15. 
now so what we're going to do is like an ultimate search on who this human being is who was given authority and power and who wasn't described as a beast but actually a human being so he didn't sink to beast level if not i'm sure he would have been described as a beast as well you know when you go for like a food tasting competition i don't know if you've ever done that but i think i've done that once in my life and you taste the first food and you're like mm, this is really good like this is definitely a candidate for best food but then you taste the second food and you're like okay wow like <laughs> this is even better than the first one and then you go on tasting and after you taste all the food you're like oh my goodness so which is the best one now because like there's so many candidates that you can choose for the best uh best food um and that i think that is literally like the 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 whole story of the remaining part of genesis genesis introduces several other characters who you know seem to be like this candidate of of this seed of the woman or this son of man who is literally going to crush the head of satan and be given power and authority and even beyond genesis to to the to the rest of the old testament like so many candidates showed up so first of all there was noah who was literally a righteous man and when god destroyed the the world you know noah was spared and god told him build an ark and if you think about it this ark was like a mini eden because noah and his family and the animals were all in it and they coexisted peacefully which was the original state of creation humans and animals like literal animals coexisting and living peacefully but now just just go to the to a forest or a jungle and try to be friendly to a lion and see what will happen to you um but this existed in noah's ark so noah's ark was kind of like a mini eden and you think and actually god made a promise to noah um and said you know this one will give us comfort from our work and from the toil of our hands around me arising from the ground which the lord caused so god and noah were like bodies right and after the the flood came and went uh and noah came out of the ark something happened noah went drunk and he was naked and ham one of his sons came in and looked upon him now there's no need to go into the detailed description of that but obviously there was something going on there and noah literally uh, cursed cursed uh, ham um so noah failed he wasn't this person because he he did something you know that was in quotes part of like the beastie or beastly nature uh, but we are introduced to other characters as well Abraham who you know God made a covenant with I will make you a great nation I will bless you uh, but yet Abraham twice betrayed his wife uh, by endangering her to save his life then he and Sarah as well oppress an e Egyptian slave and exile her uh, and her son to die in the wilderness now that is Haggai or Haggai I don't know how it's pronounced but Abraham too failed. He sunk to beast level. The same thing with Joseph. The same thing with Jacob. The same thing with um, Isaac. All of them failed. But we see a pattern in Genesis. The pattern is literally. It seems like the second bonds always 
are, are more favored than the firstborn. So animals were created first. Human beings who are like, uh, who are also like beasts, um, or not not really beasts, but who were created from dust as well. They're given authority over the animals who were um, uh, created before them. Um, and that's kind of like the pattern in the rest of Genesis. Isaac over Ishmael, Jacob over Esau, um, um, Joseph over his brothers. Um, so it seems like the second always is favored above the first. However, all the people or all these candidates kept sinking to beast level. David as well. Moses, we haven't even talked about Moses. Who was like you would think Moses was the guy because Moses was literally like God's handbag, his representative. Um, Moses was presented as a royal priest who confronts human and spiritual evil among the nations. Uh, you know, he confronted Pharaoh, Egypt, and its gods. Uh, and when you think about it, when Moses met with God in uh, you know the burning bush, what happens? Mo- God tells him, Moses, you know see that staff you know throw it and what happens the staff turns into a snake moses picks up the staff uh, the snake by its tail and it turns back into his staff so moses had power over the snake and remember keep the snake pattern in your mind as well because remember we saw this snake in genesis 3 the guy who cursed or who led the spiritual rebellion um so that was kind of like symbolism of moses power over the snake and you would think Moses literally is this human being who will be given power because Moses went to Mount Sinai which is this also this representative of this royal high mountain and he met with God and by the time he came back his face his skin shone and you know you would think basically he was transformed for a brief moment into like a new mode of human existence but then Moses failed as well because Moses consistently rebelled against God's purpose uh, even like during his commission where God uh, called him and sent him to Egypt he failed a lot of times didn't trust God Um, even in the wilderness he dishonored God God told him to speak to the rock he struck the rock twice with his staff and stuff like that so Moses failed as well David failed as well with Bathsheba Uh, but God promises David that hey 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 one of your offspring one of your descendants will be uh this chosen one um and david in one of his psalms he saw this in psalm 110 a very funny uh, verse is verse one which says my lord said to my lord sit at my right hand like who says that my lord said to my lord like it's 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 really interesting uh wording or language that he used there um, but this my the second my lord i think he's talking about is this human being or this son of man who was given power and authority and who had the ability to sit on the throne uh, beside the ancient of days right so after this long list of people who failed from the old testament uh, the gospels present god's surprising solution to the cosmic crisis uh, so which is basically the need for a human who can not only partner with God and rule in authority, but also transcend death itself and 
not sink to base level um and the gospels present this guy who is you know who seems to be a special person the way he was born special um the way he was baptized special when he was actually baptized it says that he's you know mark says he saw the immediately coming out of the water he saw the heavens opening and the spirit like a dove descending upon him and a voice came out of the heavens you are my beloved son in you i am well pleased now so god's solution to this cosmic crisis was basically the incarnation so the gospels tell us that this guy who was born a special guy who was named uh, yeshua um was god himself incarnating and becoming a human in the person of the divine son but now let's see how this jesus guy or this yeshua guy actually fared um so he came after 30 years not doing anything um he started his ministry and he suddenly started to heal people uh, uh, the blind could see the lame could work uh, work <laughs> um different miracles and it seems like his healings was was kind of an offensive battle against the spiritual forces of death and evil which you know is is the seed of satan mentioned in genesis 3 uh 15. um but then again like was this guy really the son of man who daniel 7 uh, talked about um how can we know that so apparently this guy jesus said it so many times himself like he referred to himself as the son of man actually that was his favorite way of referring to himself many people asked him like and talked about him being the christ or messiah but it seemed like he <laughs> daniel 7 was also his best passage or scripture because he kept referring to himself as the son of man several times now we can go through the list of passages in the new testament where uh, jesus called himself uh, the son of man so a couple of them uh, let's see so matthew 8 20 jesus replied foxes have dens and birds have nests but the son of man has no place to lay his head matthew 9 6 but i want you to know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins matthew 11 19 the son of man came eating and drinking and they say here is a gluten and a drunkard a friend of tax collectors and sinners matthew 12 40 for as jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish so the son of man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth so I could go on and on and on the different places where Jesus called himself the son of man so it was his favorite phrase and it definitely seems like he was referring to this Daniel 7 where Daniel says he sees the son of man who goes up into heaven and is given power and authority so it seems like Jesus knew this about himself and he kept saying that term son of man to remind people that hey this is i'm the guy who daniel i'm the guy who daniel saw in the vision who went to take uh power and authority from the ancient of days hmm so but did he sing to beast level because if that is the case if what jesus was saying is true then it must be that he didn't become a beast at any point and you can go through matthew i think it's matthew 
you thought about the temptation of Jesus and how he overcame uh, the temptation and all that. But how will Jesus crush the head of the serpent? That's the main question now because the, the serpent's head has to be crushed. Um, and this crushing of the serpent's head, you know, um, is the overcoming of spiritual evil. Um, so we are told that when Jesus was standing before Caiaphas, when he was being um, uh, questioned by the by the rulers of, of the land, what did Caiaphas ask? Caiaphas asked, he said, I adjure you by the living God. Tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus said, Hey, you have said so, but I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming on the clouds of heaven. And the high priest Caiaphas, he tore his clothes because like he must have known Daniel 7 as well. And what Jesus was literally saying was, I am that guy. And Caiaphas was like, blasphemy like how can you say you are that guy um so but even before then uh before this this uh, scenario with caiaphas that we've just pointed out jesus talked about something really important as well which is how he will win victory over the power of darkness how literally he will crush the head of satan and jesus answered them saying the hours come for the son of man to do to be glorified truly truly i say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies it remains alone but if it dies it bears much fruit now my soul has become troubled and what shall i say father save me from this hour but for this purpose i came into this hour now judgment is upon this world now the ruler of this world will be cast out and i if i am lifted up from the earth will draw all men to myself so literally in many places jesus says the way he's going to win victory over death and sin and evil and crush the head of satan is by dying and what happened if you read the rest of the uh, gospel stories he indeed was crucified he died but he rose again so how will the son of man be exalted uh, so jesus is truly the human one exercising god's rule over the world by giving up his life um, Jesus resisted sinking to beast level and while he was on earth he started initiating God's kingdom on earth and he voluntarily humbly gave himself up and it is by dying you know that he brought about this new humanity and the reason Jesus is the new humanity that we are aiming for as part to be that is a humanity that will not sink to beast level so the question is how then do we become ideal human beings like jesus was how can we escape this vicious beastly nature that we found within ourselves i'm not sure how comfortable you'll be hearing this but i think we've got to die we've got to let go of ourselves we've got to imitate jesus's own mission and way of life though god didn't count equality with god as something to be grasped but humbly and freely gave up his life for you and i so that we can be saved and we can transcend into those mortal immortal beings that god created us to be from the beginning and to be in his presence forever accept god's free gift of eternal life humble yourself obey god resist the seed of satan don't be an animal look 
to the Son, Jesus Christ, who didn't sink to beast level, who transcended death, the Son of Man, the Son of God. I think a good way to conclude this episode is to read what has become one of my favorite C.S. Lewis quotes. Give up yourself and you will find your real self. Lose your life and you will save it. Submit to death, death of your ambitions and favorite wishes every day and death of your whole body in the end. Submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life. Keep back nothing. Nothing that you have not given away will ever be really yours. Nothing in you that has not died will ever be raised from the dead. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode, the second of the Subhuman series. Um, I hope you have enjoyed it and I hope you have a fantastic week ahead. Until the next one, ciao ciao.